Okay, this is Fusebox number 118, House of Spam. And you better take that out of your mouth. You don't know where it's been. We just live on the edge, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, friends. And uh, welcome to this edition of Fusebox, uh, delectably entitled House of Spam. And I'm your not-a-real-FCC commissioner, but I play one on TV host, Mark Rose. Going right there out of the box, are we? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. And uh, we have a pile of steaming, fecund information for you, friends. I promise you. Why, we have famous directors having to eat crow. Mm-hmm. We have another segment of Lying Liars That Lie. We have thought-provoking spoken word. We have spamtastic and lame attempts to uh, rid the world of robocallers. Mm-hmm. We truly have it all on this program, friends, so uh, thanks for pushing play and riding along with us here. Over there is a man who virtually defies death with every show, <laughs> the, the emperor of equalization himself, Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. Yeah, what do you think about Mr. Spielberg's walk back? <laughs> well, logic prevailed, Mr. Keynes. It's, uh, it's true. Uh, so, friends, in case you have uh, not given a pangolin's uh, nose hair about uh, this event of which we speak, or even know of what we speak, allow me to uh, briefly... Recap this thing, shall I? A few weeks back, um, Steven Spielberg mentioned uh, that he was proposing an amendment to the uh, Oscars nomination standards by uh, suggesting that films made for streaming services like, uh, you know, Netflix and Amazon, Hulu and the rest, and and ones that had a uh, short theatrical run not be included in the Oscars nominating process or he suggested, move them to the Emmy category instead because they're kind of (laughs) TV-ish. Earlier in the year, Roma, a film made by uh, Alfonso Cuaron, won Best Foreign Language Picture, and then Best Cinematography, and then Best Director. This film has a laundry list of firsts, friends, in terms of uh, the Academy nominations is concerned. And uh, it's truly an amazing work. It, it played a uh, short theatrical run in this country, and then Netflix uh, picked up the distribution rights and uh, really got it into the eyes and ears of potentially millions of folks. Although, you know, of course, we don't know for sure as to how many actually saw it, as Netflix does not disclose the actual numbers on their programming, which, uh, hey, that's all right. It's their deal. And uh, thankfully, an ad-free platform, at least for now. So uh, good on them. So it was shortly after these uh, nominations were revealed that uh, Mr. Spielberg had announced that uh, at the next Board of Governors meeting of the Academy, one that is only, of course, attended by the most elite. 
Yes, friends, today's secret word is elite. So the governor's board meets to discuss this uh, proposed amendment to the nomination process. And uh, what do you know? Swiftly decides to not amend the process at all. (laughs) As that really would be a form of cinematic discrimination. Truly. Really would. Man, times are changing. I mean, that whole uh, theatrical experience thing, it it doesn't really have the pull it once had. At least not to me. Yeah, you know, I have to agree with you. I, I, I really don't much care for that. Well, for one thing, grossly overpriced viewing experience or the sticky floors. So after making all this noise about uh, changing the standards, he doesn't even show up at the governor's board meeting. Yes, that's right. And, and uh, he, was, he explained that, of course, as uh, that his uh, schedule on the remake of West Side Story was consuming too much time for him to attend. Uh, he did, however issue a uh, a statement I'm pulling up here quoting Mr. Uh, Spielberg now I want people to find their entertainment in any form or fashion that suits them big screen small screen what really matters to me is a great story and everyone should have access to great stories however I feel people need to have the opportunity to leave the safe and familiar of their lives and go to a place where they can sit in the company of others and have a shared experience. Cry together, laugh together, be afraid together, so that when it's over, they might feel a little less like strangers. I want to see the survival of movie theaters. I want the theatrical experience to remain relevant in our culture. Now, Frankly, (laughs) I can have all the above experiences that he just talked about there with a select few friends in the privacy of my own home viewing whatever the hell I want to screen. So this feels a wee bit disingenuous, to say the least, and I don't really think he gives a flying whatever about theaters. I'm sorry. (laughs) Unless, of course, he has stock in Cineplex Odeon or something. Yeah. And the other thing that seems to have uh, changed his mind was the meeting he had following that statement about the rule changing a month or two later with Netflix. <laughs> and right after that, that uh, big bash to announce his uh, Amazing Stories reboot for the new Apple TV Plus streaming service. Well, that's called having your cake. And eating the entire bakery as well. True eloquence, Mr. Keynes. We asked this giant cephalopod which brand of peanut butter it prefers. This nationally recognized brand or new creamy jits. thefuseboxshow.com. All righty. Well, we haven't done one of these in a while, and uh, it's high time we did. Lying liars that lie. You know, 
That never gets old for you, does it? Nope, never. That's why I really dig working with you. Just saying. Oh, shucks, ma'am. So uh, we love doing this feature because it bravely exposes the uh, quivering underbelly of deceit and fraud that exists in our world, friends, walking around claiming to be saintly, while all the while having a bit of difficulty hiding the uh, serpent tail and striped horns. Plus, it's just fun as hell. Well, now, this one comes from the great state of Arizona, where customers of Cox Broadband are being offered a new, quote, service. Now, before we get to that wonderful new service, a little backstory, I think, is necessary. We uh, probably all recall the uh, flagrant dismantling of net neutrality standards a few months back, right? You know, that guy from the FCC made it his uh, personal mission to roll back all the safeguards to uh, ensure an open internet for the the users thereof, uh, to, in effect, create the possibility for certain IPs to take uh, full advantage of that deregulation by doing all sorts of nefarious things, like, oh, I don't know, fast lanes, for instance. You know, a premium tier for folks who wanted unobstructed data streams. You know, a sort of elite gateway to the net. The IPs were aghast at that prospect. We would never create a a tiered service like that. Why, that's unthinkable, they said. Enter Cox Broadband. In the state of Arizona, a new, uh, quote, service is uh, being introduced that will allow PC gamers a more, uh, quoting again, efficient pathway to a game's portal, ensuring uh, fewer obstructions, lag times, or whatever, right? And if you pay them their nominal fee of 15 bucks additional per month and $5 per additional computer per month they will ensure you an unobstructed, highly efficient, some might say, faster user experience. Uh-huh. This uh, elite game package, as they are calling it, is uh, being test marketed only in Arizona at the uh, present time. And uh, friends, is it me? Or did we just get the first folly of fast lane chicanery here. What? Yeah. So, all right, let's just paint a little scenario, shall we? Let's say I'm walking down a street made possible by my uh, street provider. And my uh, destination on the street is, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe 300 feet. It's a straight shot and I'm walking at a moderate rate and it only takes a few moments to get there, usually. Suddenly, I realize that my street provider has introduced some obstacles between me and my destination. Godzilla is now in the middle of the street eating a subway train. (laughs) 
and there are landmines springing up out of the pavement. And just to confuse the hell out of everything, the street has now entered the fourth dimension. So things are not easily defined. Up is sideways and down is inside out. And now my simple commute is going to take a lot longer at the exact same speed because of these uh, obstacles. But with the new elite street service, I can now safely, at the same speed, get directly to my destination. Well, one might even say faster than my previous commute, as there are no obstructions in the way. They're going to charge you a fourth dimensional removal fee while they're at it? Don't give them any ideas, Mr. Keynes. I mean, okay, you get the idea, right? This is a blind. This market test is, is fake. It's, it's for fast lanes. So maybe if we slip this little uh, shenanigans by them wrapped in video game access, they won't notice. Yeah, that's crap. I couldn't give one flying piss for video games, but this, this is outright fraud, man. It's certainly gray ethics, at the least. And uh, they think it will look good to you. Beware, friends. Now, really, even if you are a game enthusiast, and I know there's millions, beware of this tactic, as it is surely a ruse. Not recommended nor endorsed by the Fusebox Board of Governors. And they ought to know. Now, it's still being knocked around in the House and Senate, right? You know, restoring net neutrality. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 you know, the House is uh, clearly for restoring it. But uh, as you might guess, much of the Senate is uh, not so hot on it because, uh, well... Money in their pants. Yeah, money in their pants. Which, which actually brings up another tangential issue, okay? Just yesterday, I noticed 10 calls from a number purporting to come from Apple support. <laughs> had, this, had, had the right area code and all that. Uh, it was alerting me uh, of some possible, in quotes, ID theft that, quote, may have occurred using an iTunes login. Friends, a little research revealed that uh, this number, and uh, here is the number, because I'm sure it'll come up on your phone, uh, 408-960-0110 is a scam caller. This thing has been linked to all kinds of crap for years. This phone number Earliest record of this number I could find was uh, back in 2017. And, and I, as I say, it's been used for all types of phishing and fraud and has been reported hundreds of times. Yet, there it is again. Now, wait a minute. Wasn't Rancid Pie or whatever his name is from the FCC... Wasn't he, like, going on this big tirade about uh, this thing and, and, and threatening the phone carriers that they had better fix this uh, spam caller stuff or else? Yeah, yeah, and, and I find that hilarious, by the way. Uh, yeah, and all that from the former attorney of Verizon. Give me a break. Seriously, if you want this stuff to end, pull their plugs. 
Yeah, don't don't sell these idiots access. It's a historical fact, friends, that back in the days of landlines, remember them? <laughs> phone companies were a tad reluctant to push too hard on these telemarketing companies as they were making too much money from them. They were selling hundreds, even thousands of exchanges to these outfits. They had to sacrifice uh, a scapegoat or two, you know, along the course of things to prove that they were doing something. Uh, But uh, totally kill the goose laying the golden eggs? Yeah, not so much. You know, it says right here that there were 4.7 billion spam calls made in just the month of December last year and that they anticipate an increase this year. Well, you know, I I know uh, for, for one company anyway, uh, T-Mobile, that they uh, they actually are initiating a free... Well, actually, it's been around for a while, uh, certainly as long as I've been with them. It's a free service that uh, alerts you to the fact that a call most likely is a scam call by telling you just that as the phone rings. You know, in the place of the name of the caller, it says, scam likely. And it's up to you then to decide whether to take it or not. Now... <laughs> now <laughs> Now, uh, our FCC chairman's uh, previous employer, uh, Verizon, on the other hand, has a service too. And for three bucks a month, it will attempt to shield you from unwanted calls. Really? Hmm, there's that name again. And who was their attorney again? That's right, Rancid Pie. Come on, come on. This should be a free service. This needs to be free, and it's your bloody responsibility as as telephone carriers to make it so. Don't charge your customers for the crap you allow to pass. Now, AT&T tells you that it's a a really a very complicated process and takes a sophisticated suite of tools to eradicate these calls, and really appears to take zero tools to make them happen. Why Why not just uninvent the process that allows these miscreants from existing in the first place? They can't exist without you. You gave them the tools to do it. And I hate to use this analogy, but how fast do you think this would go away if it was deemed a terrorist act? You know what I mean? No. Here's a real national emergency. Why? Because these scammers are trying to steal your identity, among other things, and uh, no border to cross, friends, comes right into your damn phone. So, uh, Mr. FCC guy has made some noise about this, probably has a plan indeed, and I bet uh, it'll do one of two things. Perhaps both, I suspect. One This plan, whatever it will be, will delay, as it's doing now, the installation of whatever the hell they are concocting as a solution just long enough so that uh, profits uh, can be maximized by companies involved. You know what I'm saying? It's happening as we're sitting here. And two, introduce some sort of half-assed software that doesn't really work but sounds great in the brochures and doesn't really amount to any control at all. Meanwhile, in the trenches, there are several companies doing it now perfectly.
RoboKiller is one. It's the one I use and, it, and it's on one of my lines that's installed. And uh, on that line, zero spam calls. Zero. On the line that doesn't have it, well, that's where we started from. Ten in about an hour from some sleazy outfit masquerading as Apple support. Well, does Apple know about this? Oh, hell yeah. They've been aware for a while, but seriously, for them, what the hell do you do? They don't control the phone lines, only the devices receiving them. Although call blocking uh, is a feature that's uh, included on the iPhones uh, for sure, and I feel certain that uh, Android has it as well. Why don't we give them the chair? You know what? That would be a deterrent now, wouldn't it? Just saying. Back in a flash with more thought-provoking stuff. I like that idea, Mr. Keynes. The show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. As you may recall, I mentioned on the last show that uh, we were doing a live reading of a few of those things we've been calling twisted epiphanies, which are uh, spoken word pieces set to an audio enhancement. And uh, that event went quite well. In fact, we're gearing up for another one of those things in the future with even more fun and surprises inspired by uh, that first run. One of the pieces we did that evening was uh, written by our comrade in audio crime over here, Jeff Pollard, and we thought we'd spin that for you now. It's called Waking. Who are you? What do you want? What do you need? Is there something missing? What is it you seek? If you're honest with yourself, you already know. Maybe deep down, you've always known. The answers aren't in books or booze or drugs. They're not on TV. They can't be found in the cult of celebrity or religion. You won't find them in others either. You already have the answers. They're in you. They've been there the whole time. There's no secret recipe. The answers are innate, instinctual. But it can take courage to acknowledge the answers, to accept them, to celebrate them, to trust them and trust yourself. Because to do so means you can no longer rely on tired, weak excuses. It means you have to rely on yourself. That can be scary, but fear rules you only if you allow it. If fear rules you, fear defines you. And if you allow fear to define you, 
then you invite others to define you too. So, do you define you? Or do you look to others to do it for you because it's easier? Who are you? What do you want? Be your own God. Let that be a lesson to you all. Definitely provocative thoughts there from Mr. Pollard. And another wondrous sonic excursion. Always a delight to produce these uh, spoken word pieces as they are all very different takes on things expressed by equally fascinating folks expressing them (laughs) in a sort of expressive way that they express it. As uh, we've got quite the uh, gallery of them now, do we not, Mr. Kane? Yeah, man, it seems like you've been doing these things for years now. Yeah, you know, and uh, the funny thing is, even before the uh, first uh, Fusebox show, Actually, come to think of it now, my, my very first commissioned work and and the very first time I'd ever set foot in a studio. Wait, did they have electricity back then? <laughs> well, actually, they were enjoying the new and amazing wonders of steam locomotion. <laughs> yeah, the, the first gig I ever had was performing a bunch of soundtracks to this chap's spoken word things. And uh, they, were, they were a treat to write for. Um, it actually... Got me off into the whole radio drama thing and everything. Um, A wee bit different than uh, what we presently do, but that experience never left me. And it propelled me ever onward into this here career. And with that nostalgic nod to the past, we'll pack up our octopus spam and slide back under the refrigerator where we belong. But not before thanking our spamless contributors to this edition of Fusebox, Levi Buchanan... Noel Snow, and Jeff Pollard. Thanks, as always, to the nimble fingers of Milt Keynes for technical assistance. My pleasure, amigo. And, of course, thanks to you, friends, for pushing play on this audio excursion. It's indeed greatly appreciated. And in case you have not, please subscribe to this program wherever you may have found us, be it Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or the very Overnightscape Underground channel itself. We so appreciate that. And uh, it uh, takes all the work out of finding this program as it is, as you know, swiftly, under the cover of night, delivered to your podcast repository, where it eagerly awaits to enthrall you. I have been your packed in tins to preserve the freshness host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon.